So, you're allowed to do podcasts now, even though you're working at Apple? I mean, there are some, some people at Apple that have been doing podcasts. Is that so weird then? I don't know. I, I heard that they would always need uh, clearance from high above. I mean, I think if uh, one from upper level management goes to John Gruber's podcast, I guess that's part of the whole public relations department scheme, right? So, so you're saying I'm not important enough? <laughs> no, that's not what I'm saying. I, I, I'm saying I'm not sure if you're considered as part of the public relations department. Well, I mean, you're not wrong. Uh, maybe, maybe it is true. Maybe I'm not important enough because uh, the reason we're podcasting is because I, I can again, uh, because I, I left Apple. That is uh, some news. I mean, I'm not surprised because I knew this before. Otherwise, we wouldn't <laughs> be podcasting. But it's probably news to uh, the listener. So do you want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. Um, it's probably news to, to most people. Um, you know, when we're releasing this, I'll probably have announced things on Twitter, um, but not as of yet. Because um, I don't want to do any of that before I like actually actually leave um but Which yeah just, I, uh, just before you go into that interesting. just to to lift the confusion here right now as we're recording you're technically still at apple right but the point when correct. users when the listeners listen to this you will not be at apple anymore correct yeah correct. That, that is yeah go on um so yeah it's been it's been an interesting year uh i last year during the pandemic, I moved from Germany to the Netherlands, to Spain, and to Ireland. So, you know, I've been... Euro trip. Yeah, I've been visiting some, some countries. And like, honestly, I'm not like... Well, I mean, huh, it's just weird to look back at, on it and like... You know, uh, I remember when I went to Spain, it was like, oh, borders are reopening. Things are going to be fine again. And, you know, this was June 2020. And as we all know, things things were not fine and still are are challenging as of now. And we're in August 2021. Right. Um, but yeah. So uh, I, I moved to, to Ireland uh, as the last stop uh, of the Euro trip. And that meant I was not able to stay at Xing. Um, and there were some other reasons that I, you know, had been looking for, for other opportunities. Um, and specifically, I started interviewing at Apple in July while I was in Spain. Um, and that was with the, uh, with the accessibility team. Um, so, you know, I think you can guess that that one worked out. Uh, and I, uh, I left Xing, I think, in September last year. So it's about, about a year ago now. Um, and this is somewhat of, a, of, a, of an intermission. I got a very nice present from certain colleagues at Xing uh, in the form of a, of a voucher for, for a restaurant. Um, and then COVID happened again, in a sense, where we were planning to go there end of 2020. Um, then there was another lockdown, so we didn't. And I can tell you now, we are planning to go there on Saturday, August the 20th. 
I didn't know. Shit, I have to check. <laughs> um, so yeah, but we're going there on Saturday, August the 21st, um, which is a few days from now. And, looking and, uh, looking forward to hear what you say, how it is. I am very excited. Oh yeah, I'm very excited. So looking forward to that. Anyway, uh, then I joined Apple uh, a few months later in November. And it's been, it's been great. It's been a great experience uh, over the last nine or so months. Um, but as you can imagine, it's not been easy. Uh, I was the news person to the team at that point and still uh, the case. And I was the odd one out. I was the person in Europe. I was the person in a completely different time zone. And I think that wasn't, you know, wasn't the thing that set me up for success. Uh, and obviously there, there were more things that happened. Um, but yeah, I, I learned over, over this last year that I've been at Apple that like, Hey, I can do great things. And especially, you know, working on accessibility, this is super important. Uh, I mean, it wasn't a coincidence that I was working on it. Um, but one of the things I didn't really realize is, you know, until I really saw it happening and so, you know, saw the things behind the curtain is there's so much more going on than, you know, just building an app, which is what I used to do. And there's so many more layers. There's so much more code. There's so much, so so much more going on in terms of the amount of teams, the amount of people working on things. Um, and what that means is you can't just say like, okay, we have an app. So like, you know, I don't know how many lines of code it is, but like, I'll, I'll have to look at the iOS APIs, for example, and this app, and that's my region. This is where I can narrow things down. And that's still a thing, but I was working on anywhere between you know, the OS level to voiceover to any app on macOS. And then we have Catalyst. So kind of any app that used Catalyst as well. Um, so yeah, that's been, been tough. And like, I couldn't really ask people for advice until 5 p.m. when people started waking up. Uh, so yeah, it's been a lot of like trial and error, a lot of debugging, a lot of bug fixing. Um, but also just very lonely to, you know, try and try and find what's going on, try and fix things, try and, you know, be part of the team and, and get used to the people. And, um, I think in the end, it was pretty clear that while I've had a great time and I'm happy, uh, you know, I, I think it's very clear that I do not regret at all starting at Apple, Right. And in a way, I'm sad that it didn't work out. Uh, mm -hmm. But in the end, it was it was also very clear that, you know, it, it won't work out for me and I will find another place where, you know, I can do more of the work that I think I'm good at, more of the work that I enjoy doing uh, and can can be happier, really. Hmm. I can very much understand that. I think sitting basically the whole day at home in front of the computer and having nobody to interact with in terms of coworkers probably makes for a very difficult onboarding 
Uh, and after that, a very rocky road because there's a lot of information, I guess, you lack due to the the not very good onboarding that comes as a nature of this uh, fact that you're sitting there alone. Um, and then it's difficult to really know what to do and where to do it. And I can I can totally see that it's much trickier to solve bugs and therefore to get the success moments that usually propel one along on it during the daily business. Yeah, I guess you had I mean, the option to move to the US, right, at some point, but you didn't want to so, do that. Well, so for this role, yes, I I would have uh, been required to to move to the US. Um, and when I started interviewing, I was in Spain and I was living alone and I was considering doing this. Uh, although, honestly, at that point, COVID, Trump, and I don't really want to go into those things, made that more difficult. Mm -hmm. um, and then I moved to Ireland and now I live together. Yes, that was, you know, in a way, and I've said this to other people, like in a way, like it sucks that things didn't work out, but it also makes it easier, right? Because like if things would have been fantastic, would I have uprooted my life and not just my own life, but you know, someone else's life to move to the other side of the world. Hmm. And, you know, I, I yeah, I didn't know hmm. if that would have been an option. Hmm. It's a tricky question. Yeah, I get that. But I mean, on the but other at the hand, same time, yeah, go on. At the same time, and I think that's good to, to realize as well, is like, I wouldn't have wanted to, like, if, if I would not have had to move, if I, if I could have stayed in Ireland or in Europe or whatever, I would not, I would not want to be part of this team. I would not want to be working with people that are in such a different time zone. Mm -hmm. um, not, you know, just because it doesn't work for me. Right. And I think that's a good point to make as well. Like it's always a two way street, right? Like sure. The onboarding was difficult. Um, right. Like the team isn't used to having people remote, et cetera. Um, but it's also partially me, like, what they did do and what I'm very grateful for is they moved all the meetings to Pacific mornings. So, you know, it's not that I'm working, you know, past midnight or whatever, mm -hmm. um, which obviously also wouldn't have been sustainable, but, you know, there's definitely, uh, you know, things that I've tried to make things better, things that Apple tried to make things better. Uh, ultimately though, it was, yeah, it was still just too difficult and not something that, you know, in the end, so uh, make me think like okay i want to i want to keep doing things with this challenge hmm. i think um it has probably a lot of talk probably has um in the past happened around the uh, the notion that apple could maybe be more open about this remote work and maybe having offices where you can also work from different time zones, but I feel that is way beyond the, the scope here. So the, the more interesting part is uh, what's next for you? Android, Windows? Uh. Um, before I answer that, on the, on this whole topic of uh, you know Apple and, and allowing remote, I find it a very difficult topic um, because in the end, this is... Well, this is my opinion, right? Like, in the end, Apple is just a company. Obviously, it's it's a pretty special one, especially for you know iOS and macOS developers, and there's not that many like like it. 
but in the end, it's still just a company. And if they want to work in person, then I think that's, you know, that's, that's a thing they can decide. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, to see how things will play out, but I'm okay with that. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, does that work for me? Kind of. Yes. Like I would prefer working you know, with people more. And you can attest to that. Like that was the reason for me to move to Spain. Hmm. Um, and also the reason to not stay in Spain because, you know, with COVID that didn't really work out. I, um, I, fully, I, I fully agree that Apple should, as a company, be able to do what they think is in their best interest. Absolutely. I'm not right. sure if this policy is in their best interest, but that is not for me to decide. And so. Yeah, Totally. Um, so in terms of what's next, uh, I don't want to say too much yet, but I will take some time off and I do plan to go back to iOS, um, cause at Apple, I did Mac OS, well, system level, but it was, you know, most related to, to Mac OS. Um, and yeah, I'm looking forward to it I'm looking forward to working with a smaller company, you know, having this more collaborative environment. Um, and yeah, just, I'm, I'm excited for it. I guess it's also more in your time zone. Yes, correct. Yeah, it sounds very good. Well, looking forward to hearing more about uh, what's happening with you and where you're working and how it is going from a quite big company to a smaller company again. <clears throat> I guess the um, the new company is also smaller than your before company, Xing. I, I guess that's right. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. Which is to switch topic briefly, um, the company that I used to work for until two weeks ago, um, because I also in an interesting state, and this was not coordinated between the two of us, uh, <laughs> but I also left my job. Um, but that is for, for a very different reason. I don't want to go into too much detail here, but I needed some time off in some ways also mentally, but mostly to, um, to focus on, on, a, on, let's call it a family issue that where I, um, I need some time to focus on something else and to help out. And I don't want to go into too many details. And it's just something that where I'm very grateful that in the profession that we have, I'm actually able to do that. I think many people can't just say, okay, I'm taking a year off work. And um, for me, that's possible. Um, and I'm grateful in general to, to the profession, but also um, Xing made me this, uh, gave me this option that I still can do a little bit of freelance work, which makes it easier like cost-wise to do this. And so I, I did not leave because of Xing the company, but I left because of personal issues. And in roughly one year, down the road, uh, let's see what will happen. But right now, I'm I'm out of the the normal workday life um, for roughly one year, which doesn't mean that I'm not still messing with some sort of project in my in my private in my well. There's no uh, side project because it's all full term right now for me, I guess. But um, I'm I'm still you know messing with stuff. I I have a couple of small things, but. The past two years with COVID and with the I change in role and a huge project that I was working with Xing kind of 
cost me a lot of energy. And so, and also hyperdeck, basically during the day I was doing the Xing stuff. And then in the evening I continued sitting at the computer and was adding another five hours of, of work and messing with catalyst and hating it. And that costs a lot of energy. And so right now, um, most of the things that I'm playing with are really stupid projects. Like I currently look into the, the completely useless, stupid things the, the, just for the fun of it to, to, and I, I already feel that it's working. Like my core idea is to be bored, Like Like I, I want to reach a state where I'm just bored, where I don't know what to do and I have no idea what to do. And I think that will, once I reach that state, which I haven't had in a very, very long time, um, then from there, I should have enough energy to to be excited about doing a lot of things again. But I think I need a little bit of boredom. And I had a couple of boredom moments already in the past. That was really good. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy uh, that you basically finally like finally figured out how to take some time off in a way that you know works for you. Um, and like, I'm also happy to see that thing is is offering you this, this little bit of freelance work. Um, and I'm just excited for you, you know, being able to, you know, step back a little bit and, you know, figure figure things out and, uh, and just make the best of it. Um, so yeah, that's, that's good to hear. Um, what's funny is when you, when you mentioned like, Oh, we didn't like, do this you know we didn't cooperate we didn't like <laughs> i'm this um i was reminded of uh of a former colleague of us at xing uh joachim who joined apple last yeah last october about two weeks before i did and we also did not you know <laughs> mm-hmm. time it but it's funny how you know sometimes that's just how how things line up and yeah, then, yeah, that's true. You know, something you wouldn't have thought happens uh, at, at you know at a similar time. Um, one reason, obviously, why I've I mean we've I'm I'm not sure if you read that, but there is a lot of people who are currently questioning their job or quitting their jobs or going into different roles, and so on. This is happening a lot. Like they've 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 been. Um, entries um, news about this and you could read it in, in various journals and so on those so there seems to be some sort of movement and one of the reasons that i feel that very much plays into this is that for the past i would say one and a half years there's very little people could change in their lives right you could it was, was much more difficult to find a new apartment. You couldn't really travel much. Basically, every day was like the last one. Like being able to do a long-lasting change was very difficult because, especially for us in uh, in some European countries, you couldn't even leave your apartment. But one thing that everybody could do was search for a new remote job, right? Because it was basically close to the laptop on Friday, open it on Monday, new job, ta-da, you change something in your life. And I feel that is one part of, of many that causes this where lots of people are suddenly questioning and 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 um changing their jobs or doing something else that fixes their life however i wonder if this will reduce hopefully in the future once more people are vaccinated and we can open up again have you been vaccinated bus i have been yeah uh don't want to go into the story (laughs) because it was a it was quite complicated um, but yeah, I actually uh, 
had my second shot last Thursday. So that's about, it's almost a week ago. Um, uh, and that also means that I will, at least according to Ireland, be officially fully vaccinated in two days on Thursday. Um, super happy that I got it. Uh, I think I've been, I think I've been lucky where like I haven't really been sick or had any effects from either uh, shots. Um, but yeah, super, super happy to, to finally get them. Um, although at the same, like, you know, super happy, you know, but like I've heard from others where it's like, oh, you know, I've had my first shot, I've had my second shot. And like, I feel this weight that has been lifted. Right. I feel like I will be able to do things again. Um, I, I haven't really felt that yet as in like, I'm still not really planning to go and do things differently. <laughs> mm. Um, I don't know. I don't know how that's been for you because you've been vaccinated for a while, mm. right? Like, yeah. So I was done, um, beginning of June. So my, my first, I think mid June, uh, the two weeks were over, like I was beyond the two weeks of the second shot. And so I was, I, I wouldn't call it free, but, uh, the weight was lifted. Um, I have some friends who basically during the whole pandemic didn't dare use public transport at all, like not the metro, not not an actual train, like even, even obviously, even though everybody's wearing a mask, they, they wouldn't do that. And so for these friends being vaccinated meant a lot because they suddenly could do could go about their day in a much different way they could suddenly easier reach a different part of the city and so on so i think it always depends on how you how afraid you were or how cautious you were in the past and for me um i did use public transport i also went from time to time into the office where people weren't wearing a mask although I didn't do that too often. And last year I was much more cautious than this this year, I have to admit. Um, but something I didn't do, for example, was board a plane. Um, I wouldn't have done that. And after I was vaccinated, my girlfriend and I, we went on a Spain trip. That was really good. And that felt so good. And I wouldn't have done this trip without the vaccination. And we mm -hmm. went into a couple of cafes, had a coffee there, like had the coffee there. And then um, they also in the cafes and restaurants, nobody is wearing a mask. That is another thing I wouldn't have done um, before. And so there, a couple of things came back and just being able to travel um, is something that I'm most excited about. Um, actually, in two weeks, we will be going to Greece, to the island of Corfu for um, our second uh -huh. vacation this year, because we are not really sure how possibly if there's a possibility to do another vacation later this year, numbers are going right. up and so on. And so right now it still feels okay. So we want to take this opportunity, have a second vacation so that... Um, if worse comes to worse um, and we have to not lock down, but be limited in, in the ways that we can travel for the next couple of months, at least we feel we, we had a bit of occasion. Yeah. I mean, we have done that in the, in a way where, you know, we've been traveling, traveling a little bit within Ireland, um, which honestly has still been like a little weird from time to time, but like, I'm very happy that we did because, if I were on my own, I probably wouldn't have done it and I would have been fine. Mm. <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't, you know, I don't regret having done any of that. And it's been, been great to, to get away and out of the house from time to time. Um, mm. But yeah, I don't, 
I mean, now we're now we're both fully vaccinated. Uh, let let's see what the future holds. Regarding the future, now that you are um, almost vaccinated and not at Apple anymore, do you plan on um, speaking at conferences again, visiting conferences? How the how's the conference game anyway? Right, I I haven't really. I would love to go again, but I feel there's not much happening except for online conferences. And I have done a lot of these last year and I don't want to do that many this year. I'm, I'm still exhausted from last year, I have to admit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think I will, will test the waters as they say. Um, I prefer conferences in person. I prefer speaking in person. Uh, I have done a little bit of, of uh, You know, I, I, don't, I don't think I've attended or given a talk at like an online conference, uh, but I did give a few workshops for TriSwift. And I think I spoke at Paris, like the Paris meetup, uh, just after I, you know, went to the Netherlands from Germany. Um, I, it's different. It's, it's not something I prefer. At the same time, like, yes, I am you know, looking into, you know, writing some blog posts, you know, doing a little bit of speaking, um, just to try it out. Like one of the things I'm very much looking forward to actually is like recording a talk um, and then like playing it live and like attending my own talk. Because <laughs> I haven't done that. Like the, uh, the, the things I have done remotely were just, you know, me giving the talk live just from home. Um, But I don't know. I don't know how that will be. I don't know how that experience will be. I don't know if that's something I want to do more mm. of. Um, but I do want to try it, and and you know see see what I do like, see what I don't like, mm. uh, and then go from there. Yeah, that makes sense. I I would have loved. Like I think you can spend unlimited time. On this because you can re-record again and again and again if you if you feel it's not perfect and then you can do all the video editing and then you can add effects and then you can redo and stuff like that and i was very afraid like i, I think i did three talks where i um could record the video and i was very afraid of because i tend to do that like i'm i'm a sucker for iterating until the last minute and going on and on and on. And so I was very afraid that I would spend 60 hours on a talk, just re-recording stuff and then doing an, another nice effect here. And so my solution to that was I just recorded last minute. So, so I, I think all, all the times <laughs> there was a deadline at 11 PM and I submitted my talk at 1130, something like that. So, but, the, and I started on the day. So, so that was how I did it and how I managed to not uh, run into this issue. Oh dear. I mean, it's one thing I've heard uh, and also one, one of the reasons I want to try it out really. Um, I, I mean, I don't know, we do the podcast and it's just, we have a chat. Like, I don't think it's very dissimilar from giving a talk. Like I'm just having a monologue, I guess, but you know, it's just, in the end, like, sure, maybe I'll, I'll redo some of the things. Um, but I think just prepare my, you know, my, my talk and record it. And that's probably it. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe I'll come back on this some at a later point And I'm like, oh, my God, I spent 60 hours. But 
Well, I mean, if you don't plan to to get it into um, into Adobe or into uh, Final Cut and start doing crazy video effects, I think you're safe. But that's that's one oh, of yeah. the issues I have. That I think once I'm in there, the... go on. I think that's one of the things that helps me is like I'm not a video editor and I mm. wouldn't probably do that so then it's also easier to <laughs> just do it all in one go well i'm also not a video editor hence it takes 60 hours because everything right. takes me forever what i want to do right yeah yeah it's it's interesting because you know i I've, I've i've had some people ask me like oh you know now have now that you're leaving apple you can do these things again and like have you missed it and i haven't really missed them right like i think first of all, like I made a conscious decision to join Apple and knew like, okay, these uh, things like blogging, things like podcasting are going to be more difficult, if not, you know, not possible. Um, but, you know, like I chose a, a good time for that with COVID where it's like, there, there are no in-person conferences mm -hmm. to miss. Um, and, you know, I've, I've, I mean, in a sense, it's still pod like it's not podcasting, I guess, but like the podcast we do is just having a chat and like what I've been doing over the last year is going for walks and calling people and just having nice chats and yeah, like I'm I'm looking forward to doing it again, but I'm not like trying to like I, I do it because I like it. I do it because I want it. It's not like, oh, I can do it again and thus I should do it again. It's just like this is something I want to do. And this is something I enjoy. And if that's not the case anymore, I mean, this, this was the whole premise of this podcast, right? Like mm. we're just going to enjoy this. And if that's at any point, no longer the case, then it will be done. But mm. uh, it's not the case, which I'm I mean, happy about. Me too. I mean, there, there were some episodes of this podcast while you weren't there, three. Um, but the, the issue that I had was, um, as I said, one of the reasons I, I also felt like I needed a, a pause, a reset. And so the last year, we also moved into a new apartment and a couple of other things happened. I spent a lot of time on Hyperdeck in addition to um, to work and so on. And I didn't feel like I had the energy with COVID and everything that was happening um, to actually plan a lot of podcast episodes and, and, uh, and go into this in detail because it takes some time. And I was literally always not necessarily out of time, but out of energy. And mm -hmm. um, one thing that, that came in addition and um, is that around May, when here in Germany, everything opened up again, like the last thing that I wanted to do after work was work more. After month and month and month of lockdown, I just wanted to go out, and I'm still in that phase. And that also accounts for Hyperdeck, for example. I, um, when I look at my Git history, like since May, there's very little work that went into it because I feel like right now I need to go out. I need to enjoy life and and see. And if this app comes out a couple months later, that's not a problem. But if I just continue working on it, and and then there's another lockdown, and I haven't really seen the outside, then I will go insane. And yeah. so um, right now I'm I'm not doing much here, um, also because there are not that many conferences happening. So it's not, it, the, yeah. the, I think the market is, isn't that much there right now. So right. I'm also a little bit fine there. But mostly I needed a pause, and I needed to be able to meet friends, to go outside, to do things, to travel, to visit people while I could. 
Yeah, totally. I mean, I'm happy that you're able to prioritize in, you know, whatever way that works for you. Hmm. Um, and I'm happy, you know, going back, like happy that you, you can take some time off and, and that you figured out, you know, uh, where to go from here in a sense, uh, and similar for me where, you know, I'll make some changes and it will definitely be an interesting rest of the year for me, uh, and for us. Um, but like, I'm confident that it will work out. I'm confident that it was the right decision and just looking forward to, to seeing what comes next. So I think that would also be a, a good note to, to end on, um, you know, we're feeling good and we'll see what we, what we'll talk about next. And, you know, all the things you mentioned, HyperDeck, you know, we touched on me speaking at conferences again, blogging again, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure there'll be more to talk about. Oh, so much more. 